0: Hi, I'm Allison, and I'm Taylor, and together we're the
1: Anxiety Chicks. Each week, we will dive deep into a different topic about anxiety and the real life experiences we all go through, while giving you all the top tools and
2: tips you need for your journey to recovery.
1: Our degrees may say therapist and dietitian, but together we are just real chicks on our own healing journeys too. Join us as we take
2: you from panic to power and reduce the stigma of mental health. Remember, you're never alone
3: and we're all in this together.
0: Hi, healers. Allison here. So I want to talk to you all a little bit about one of our new sponsors, BetterHelp. I'm so excited to tell you about this online counseling platform because as a licensed therapist, I'm a huge advocate of mental health awareness and truly believe in providing
2: affordable counseling services to anyone, anywhere, anywhere. Let's face it. There's so
0: many areas in the United States and around the world that can make it so difficult to find affordable counseling. And especially if you live in a more rural area, it can be really hard to find
2: a counselor, which is why I love this online platform. BetterHelp is an online mental health healing platform that provides online counseling and matches you with your own licensed professional therapist. It's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It's a professional counseling service done securely online and is available worldwide. What's even better is that there are a number of different licensed counselors who specialize in all different areas of mental health. BetterHelp makes it so easy to log onto your account at any time and contact your therapist directly. You'll get timely and thoughtful responses and can schedule as many weekly video or phone sessions as you would like. As a therapist, I know that it's not always possible to find the right therapist for your needs, especially the very first
0: time. So BetterHelp has actually made it so easy to facilitate great therapeutic matches. And if you don't find a connection with your first counselor, there's absolutely no charge
2: to change counselors if you ever need to. How amazing is that? And if you find that you're struggling financially, they also have financial aid available. So we have
0: a special offer for all Anxiety Chick listeners today. Sign up now and receive 10% off your first month. Just visit betterhelp.com slash
3: theanxietychicks. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P slash
2: theanxietychicks and join over 500,000 people who are taking charge of healing their mental health with an experienced counselor today. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Anxiety Chicks Podcast. I'm Allison Sebanera, And I'm Taylor. And we're here for another episode. We're sorry that last week we did not have one out, but
1: I will tell no, you No, we're, we're why. not sorry. Okay. We're not sorry because right. well, Allie, Allie needed that time.
2: Well, right. Yeah. Well, I mean, I know. I feel like people <laughs> listening probably <laughs> – most of you listening have a problem like not saying sorry after everything you do even if it's not your fault you just say you're sorry I'm all the time.
1: my mom <laughs> literally the other day was like stop apologizing for who you are and I was like you're so right like I'm always like I'm sorry I'm sorry I know I know it's like and we're I not sorry
2: <laughs> actually have been well because it, you're saying it in a way that's that's something that's going on with you right it's not it's not just like You don't even know if anyone really cares. You're just being sorry because you're scared that other people would be disappointed. Yeah. You You know what I mean? But anyway, I – yeah, last week was a hard week because I was um, dealing with stuff with my dad. And if you haven't listened to previous episodes, um, my dad fell a couple months ago and broke his femur, which is kind of like under the hip. And he has been in assisted living. He had like a lot of trauma in like his rehab and he has been in assisted living since then. And it's just been so hard. So today we had actually another topic that we we're, we're going to talk about next week. But yeah. Taylor started asking me questions and I probably am going to cry a lot this episode, you guys. Um, And I just – we kind of figured out that maybe we should just talk about what's been going on because maybe there's some of you guys that have – either going through the same thing with your parents or with other people you love and helping take care of them. If you see someone who you love being really sick, whether it's, Mm -hmm. you know, a type of sickness that is, you know, something that can't really be repaired or whether it's, you know, caring for someone who, you know, I don't know, had COVID or something. And that was scary to see. And who knows? You know what I mean? And then finally, thank God they get better. But There's just a lot of anxiety when it comes to taking care of someone or, or even if you're not the one taking care of them, but like knowing that someone you love is sick or isn't like their best self, you know what I mean? Um, Absolutely. But even not like physically, right? Like, or probably a lot of people listening have people they love that have mental illness. And that's Mm -hmm. even another, um, you know, another way where you're trying to take care of someone and- you don't. Sometimes there's so much out of your control. You just don't know what else to do, and that's kind of where I am. And that's why Taylor was like, "Why don't you? Why don't we just talk about this today?" It's
1: kind I of just like feel very
2: raw in my mind, so I'll probably yeah. cry
1: a bunch, but that's okay. I just feel like I see you from from an outsider looking in, and I'm sure so many people can relate to this. Is you are doing so much, and you're trying so hard, and I literally see your full day. I'm sure you don't go a second without thinking about what you need to do to help your dad and it's consumed you because you see everything so out of control and you feel like you have to come in and be like the savior and control everything and i'm sure and and as i was talking to you before the podcast you're you're the daughter you're his daughter like yeah. you're not even the wife I, like you <laughs> but you but you take on that responsibility of like you almost have to come in and help control everything because you fear if you don't one, you in text, you've said to me, you you feel like you're not doing enough and you're failing your dad, and like I, I had to yeah. remind you, I'm like Allie, you're doing so much. Like <laughs> I see your stories, like your whole platform has literally changed. Like on your stories, you're like going to my dad's, taking care of my dad, like bringing him this, doing this, and I'm just yeah. like, you are doing enough, and I think it's hard as a caretaker to maybe feel like you're not.
2: Yes. Yes, for sure. Um, and I just want to say that everyone who follows me like thank you so much the outpouring of people just supporting me in my DMs and asking how things are going. I mean, I don't even know these people and it like Right. it makes like it makes me emotional like how amazing the community is on my platform. Like people are serious. It's just so nice. It's like, oh my gosh, you know, when you think that all humanity has been like lost. Right, right. People right. are just like reaching out on my DMs, like just so nice. So I really appreciate it. Um, but yeah, I think, I think it's, you know, it comes, it does have these waves of just feeling like I need to be in control of something, mostly because in the assisted living community he's at, um, no one is advocating for him. Mm-hmm. So the only way to get stuff done, to get things for him, I mean, I'm talking like easy, easy things you would think that would be easy, like putting on at the Phillies game for him at night because we're not there and he doesn't know how to work the remote. So like, I'm so sorry. It's so hard for someone just to remember to go in and take two minutes to put on a Phillies game. Like it's the only thing that makes him happy right now. So, you know, it's just, if it's, I don't understand some of the people that like work in these facilities, they just took seriously. It's not even that they just don't, seem to care, they literally are rude. So many of them are so rude. For what? Like, why? I don't know. Listen, it's not, it's not like, it's not an easy job to have to take care of, to do some of these things that, you know, a lot of nurses, this is what you, a lot of nurses go to school to do, but a lot of these people that work there, they're not nurses. A lot of them are aides and they're, um, they're helping, but a lot of them probably wouldn't choose to be doing I mean, I don't know. I feel like it's the helping field. Like, why would you, why would you choose to do something like that if you it makes you miserable? I don't know. I mean, maybe I, I just don't understand. Um, right. But it's, but again, it's it's less about like I can understand how it would get maybe draining a little bit doing that. I mean, I even think about being around my dad, and I mean, it's an emotional thing for me. You know, these people don't have an emotional connection with these elderly people, but right you know they just just some of them are rude like actually rude they're not right. even just not doing and it, anything it, it's they're hard to not
1: take that personal or like overanalyze that when you have anxiety well like, and when i'm just trying to like how can you be
2: rude to someone who's so helpless
1: yeah See, you and I, we think about that because we we truly care about people and I could never imagine doing that or acting that way. But like some people, they just like don't see it like that. Like they just go to their job, they clock in and then they clock out.
2: Yeah. I mean, I
1: guess I just – yeah. So it's been –
2: so like last week, essentially, I was visiting him a couple days on my own because my mom and my sister were down the shore and I wanted my mom to go and get away for a little bit because she's – you know she's also struggling so much with all of this, and um, so being there and doing that every day was just really hard for me. I just the the one day I texted you, I left because I had some things to do, but like it wasn't like I probably could have stayed a little longer. But I I just I don't know. You felt I felt like, so
1: much guilt in your. I just text. felt like- so
2: guilty leaving. And I feel like I was like, I could have stayed longer and I, I don't, you know, like he would have
1: done it for me. So how do you reframe, like for anyone listening, like, how do you reframe that thought when you're like, I feel like I should, like, do you feel truly that you should bend over your whole life or, or do you feel like you are also important? You know? Yeah, no, there's nothing. The thing is like,
2: that's the thing. There's nothing. I can't, not – no one can be there all the time. Right. Right? But, like, I could have stayed a little longer. So I don't know, you know, if that would have changed the course of anything. It probably wouldn't, you know? And I do have to – I have my own life and stuff, but – Yeah. I don't know. I just – it makes me it, – it, the saddest part is, like, I just don't like that he's alone, you know? And he's, yeah. he's struggling yeah. with so many things. I mean, we have put so many things in place, but – you know it it also we i know if you guys haven't heard it yet we did an episode about death anxiety mm-hmm. um i don't even know which anyway look back there's an episode about death anxiety and taylor and i talk a lot about kind of our own mortality and being very having a lot of anxiety about like our own death and just thinking about what happens after we die and like that's just such an uncertain thing and so I feel like so much of that is coming up for me now too because right seeing you know being around being around it a lot I just I'm just like reminded of like getting older and just like even seeing my mom like go through it I, I think about like when both my parents are gone it just like that is a really scary
1: yeah, like you're, in my
2: mind to think about you're, my parents you're almost like gone. sitting
1: you're almost sitting with your triggers yeah
0: yeah, yeah. like every day yeah. is
1: yeah every day and then and then you're also in a in a facility which i'm sure the vibe in the facility is just also a trigger oh because gosh. it's just I like mean, you're they try. So many-
2: yeah they really try like it's so nice they try to make it like lively and they have different activities and but you know it's you know, my dad doesn't really like to participate in those things, or he can't, or I don't know. It's just he's kind of like a shell of himself. So every time we're around him, it's like, who is this person? Yeah. You don't really know. And and he's feel he seems so depressed. So it's like, for you guys listening, you know, if you're either really anxious and you're around another anxious person, like mm-hmm. it makes you so much more anxious, or if you're feeling depressed and you're around someone else who's depressed. It just brings you down even more. So it's like trying to constantly be this like positive reinforcement is like while I'm also feeling anxious and kind of like depressed, I feel like, you know, obviously it's not – it's not to a point where it's overtaking my life, right? Like – but there's moments where just days are harder than others and like I have a really hard couple days and last week was kind of hard and then like – I don't know. And it's it's just feeling like you don't have – you don't know what else to do. Just like a very helpless type of feeling,
1: you know? Yeah. What, what do days look like for you? Like what helps you when you're feeling this way? What have you – So, yeah, that's a good question. So yesterday – so here's the thing, um,
2: which is interesting. And I know we didn't – episode two about, like, the Sunday scaries, um, for some reason, Sundays are, like, horrible for me. And Ooh. it's not even because of, like – and I might have talked about this on that episode. I don't remember, guys. Sorry. Um, but not even because, like, the work week I'm dreading. It's just something – I don't know. It's almost like Sundays were always days – I think I remember as a child always being, like, we were all together. And it was a very family, like it's, it's maybe it's a little funny for people, but like we're Italian American. So mm-hmm. Sundays were always these like, you know, family nights. We made dinners together and like always oh, spent it together. So I think Sundays have always in my mind been contributed to like family time. Yeah. And like I don't have a family. I don't, you know, I, now it's even more, I think just in the forefront of my mind. Of how alone I am
1: because of all this on You're getting hit with so many of your triggers. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Ali. And I I know you're so far from alone, though, because every time I do, like, a poll day or, like, what's going on with someone's life, like, someone says, like, my biggest fear is that, like, I'm just going to end up completely alone on this earth. Like, so many people feel that way. Like, they just feel so alone and so – lost and you. I mean you're going through what so many people will go through and are going through and I think the best thing you can do and I know you were like oh I'm gonna cry this whole episode and I'm like but that's that's what some people <laughs> just need to see and then like and have hope that like you can you have good days through the bad days
2: yeah 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 so oh so that's what you asked me like what do I do okay so anyway Sundays have always been like that for me and so yesterday I woke up, like I went to bed on Saturday and I purposely went to bed early because I wanted to go to this yoga class on Sunday morning. And I was like, I know that this will be like what I need. And it was, I woke up, it was, the temperature was like 75, it was cloudy. So it was like the perfect temperature. And the class was outside too, Mm -hmm. which is like another level because of me and how healing being outside is for me. So I woke up and I took my dog for a long walk before yoga and then went to the class and it was amazing. Like it was literally just what I needed. I ended up kind of just like meditating a little bit after the class there where we were. And then I was just like, okay, now what? And it was like scary that I didn't have like plan. Like I didn't know what I was gonna do. I knew that I was like, okay, I want to go see my dad, but my mom was there and he was going actually on this like outing yesterday. So that was actually exciting. He like left the facility and went on this scenic outing thing. So I was thinking, okay, well, don't need to do that. I was like, I wanted, I did have to do some stuff for work. I did that. And then I decided I just needed more like – I don't know what I I guess reflection or like I needed more healing and I was like I just need to continue to do this so I took my dog for another walk outside and I know this might not be possible for everybody like if you have kids and stuff you can't like just do like whatever you you need to like adjust the way your environment is in order to figure out how to heal but for me I had like time I'm sure there's people listening like I wish I had more time (laughs) I sometimes wish i you know, like those, it's, it's interesting because those times are also the times for me that yes, I have more time, but I almost, it reminds me that I have so much time I and know. it reminds me that I don't have yeah people that I want, you know, like kids. Or no, anything.
1: I hear you. I hear you. I do. Yeah. Like it, it's kind of crazy how sometimes people with kids, like they, they get sick of <sighs> their kids or they're like annoyed with them and they want your life. And then and then know. you're sitting there, and you're and yeah. you want their life, and I everyone's know. just like, like we're all struggling, you know, like we all. I know, have- I know,
2: and, and believe me, I, if I have kids, I'm sure I'll listen to this episode and be <laughs> you're like Taylor, can I ship them, Allie? To you? I know. Like Allie, what were you thinking back then? Like enjoy it. <laughs>
1: You go back and listen to this episode. You're like, like why? <laughs> I know.
2: Like, I mean, like, if my sister listens to this, she'd probably be like, "Do you know how many times I wish I could take a five minute walk in nature by myself?" Which I can't, you know. But again, yeah, it's all different. It's it's nothing is better or worse. It's just you know, I that that's a very emotional time for me. Being yeah. first of all, nature. Like, I'm a spiritual person, so like nature always yeah. affects me in a good or yeah. emotional way, whatever and so it was just i've been just like it was just like this there's like waves of loneliness that happen and you know obviously i have a boyfriend i'm trying not to like this whole codependency thing right like he's not responsible for right right you know helping manage all this stuff like i want to i mean he's helpful in hearing and listening to me but like this isn't a thing right this is more of a me thing and wanting to regulate myself and know that i'm okay and it was just, I mean, it's just like layers, right? You said the trigger right. stuff. So right. I took a long walk in nature again. And then I basically asked my mom to just take a walk around a small town that is really cute around here. Like, let's take a walk around and then just like get a bite to eat. And, you know, I also love that because I want to keep her kind of busy. So I want to make sure she's okay. So, right. And it's nice to do that together. And then we went to visit my sister because they had just gotten home from the shore. And so I've talked about this before too, how being around them sometimes is a trigger for me.
1: Yeah. Yeah. you So not only
2: was it Sunday and I had been having this like just day that was very emotional, but then I went to visit my sister and I loved seeing my niece and nephew. Like I love them so much, but I literally couldn't wait. Like I literally left and just like started crying because just seeing them as a family,
1: yeah, is so that. triggering for me. Just like you're getting in a like- place of like such. I think like we get stuck in a routine, right, or like a pattern. <sighs> and I, you've said this before. I've actually remember you saying like I think sometimes like I'm I accept being alone because I have their family and and my mom and dad and you kind of just like. It's almost like Ali's always just been like, you know, you're just you. Yes. And you've kind of been like, this is my family. It's almost like you're being pushed into that extremely uncomfortable. I've been avoiding that place of like vulnerability, getting close to someone else. And like a, the thought of like a new family or like yeah. your own family is like, you almost feel like that inv- ha- that has to involve you letting go of your family.
2: To- totally but like that's
1: which like freaks you out
2: i mean it it freaks me out but it also is more it's more um it's less like that's like it's less scary and more like what's the word not like confusing but yeah. just okay. like un- just like uncertain so that gives yeah. me more anxiety because I'm yeah. like, well, of course I want my own family someday, but that's not going to be the thing that totally like just makes me feel like not lonely all the time. Like that's not right. the thing. You know what I mean? Like I have been so comfortable with my myself and my own right. life. It's literally who I've been. Right. So that's like another thing, like trying to figure out who I am in this relationship now that I have, like who am I, you know, like. I know the things that I love doing. I'm still doing all that. I need to sort of like remind myself to just do all of those things that I love doing and continue to like still like see the same people that I love seeing and just finding the time to just remember who I am. Um, I know there's a lot of podcasts I listen to about like um, abandoning yourself when you're mm-hmm. in relationships and like, that's a very codependent thing. And so anyone listening, you need to work on like really remembering who you are if you're in a relationship. And so, but like, that's been one thing even outside of my own family I've been trying to do is really like yeah. figure out who I am outside of that family. Right. Right. Because right. Right. all I've been doing is literally being this person with my sister's right. family. Literally, and, and I your was parents. very codependent with that, so yes, and my parents, so but of course, they're the ones that know me the best, right? right. They've never I think that,
1: that's when the aging process hits you, right? Like, you start thinking the thoughts of, like, what am I going to do when they're gone? Because that is my family,
2: well, and they're the only people that have never, like, abandoned you, yeah, so yeah. like they know all of these
0: horrible yeah. things that I've done. It's I mean, not horrible, them. but yeah. No, I know what you mean. Like they but love there's... you.
1: You could literally walk in and have the worst day ever and they love you. You could walk in and be in a full-on meltdown and they love you. I know what you mean. I know I feel the exact same way. Like your parents are there. You feel like you're, if you have parents like ours. Um,
2: right, I know. Or any when caregivers been, when or you've any. you've been
1: through seasons of friends and you kind of see like, are like, you know, you've gone through some people who haven't been there for you through the thick and the thin,
2: mm-hmm. and then
1: you always have your parents or your family. Yeah. And you're just like, for me, it was just like, I almost got sick of like caring about all these other people when they didn't truly love me for just who I am, or I never felt like I could fully show myself because maybe I felt I was too much, or like well, you say yes. sometimes, too sensitive. Yeah. And then like, you just, you're like, who will ever, it's, it freaks you out. Who will ever love me like they do? You almost think no one's capable of it.
2: I mean, right? And that goes literally like that goes back to the attachment, you know, theory and all of the attachment issues that I've experienced and um, and anyone else, you know, you might want to. I talk about. I mean, I probably say this on every episode, but research attachment theory if you haven't yet, if um, because. I'm definitely have an anxious attachment. So, and that kind of goes a lot of times with codependency. And so being able to kind of establish this belief that you, that has been so kind of like distorted your whole life, this belief of that I'm, you know, not enough and mm-hmm. I'm too much and I'm unlovable, all these beliefs that I've just been like in my soul since I was little. I've been working Mm -hmm. for the past like 10, 15 years to kind of reframe and just create different beliefs because I know that that's not true. But like, it's so hard to like really believe that. It just is so hard when there's different like triggers to believe that you're lovable and that you're doing enough when- all of these external things are happening and especially with someone you love if they're sick you know there's just it's almost like what else is there so i don't know it's just been such an emotional couple which is so
1: so valid though Allie. like for me personally i struggle with change like (laughs) i just want every day to almost be the exact same like i would love for every day i would love to like freeze time and we all just stay this age yeah. And I just continue every day like this. Do you know what I mean? And it's like when I think of that and I, I think of like Sundays are kind of a trigger for me sometimes when I am with family, actually, because I'm like, like this Sunday's over, like this family time's over. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm like, yeah, How how many more of these do we have on this earth? It's right. just like and you almost like can't get enough of it. Do you know what I mean? You're like, it wasn't long enough. Yeah. Like the day wasn't long enough or the time wasn't long enough. And you just like, it's, it feels so fleeting. And then when you think of it, it's just, it's a huge trigger. I think you and I, it's one of our biggest triggers is aging.
2: Oh my gosh. I totally, I, I don't, yeah. and I don't think like from what you just said, again, we talked about death anxiety a lot before, but I don't necessarily think it's all related to death and being scared of death, the aging right. process. I honestly, think a lot of it is of like yeah being being like savoring certain moments and being so grateful to be alive every day
1: mm-hmm.
2: and not because not because be, i think human connection is why we're on this earth honestly right. right right so like i literally do believe that human connection whatever is there's a there's meaning in like every interaction you have with someone that's my belief whether it's right. you know you're at the grocery store and you make small talk with that you know the person bagging your groceries, you know, like you have a connection, you have an interaction. I think that's meaningful. So I, but, but there's something about those little, those meaningful conversations every day. I just feel really grateful that I'm here. And, but finding gratitude has been so hard lately because, because gratitude is honestly one of the most healing things you can do for yourself too. Right. Every morning. And every night before you go to bed, just listing in your mind like what you're grateful for. Like for me, when I wake up in the morning, if I wake up, I say, I'm so grateful I'm I'm alive today. Like I woke up this morning. Right. And I feel – and I maybe didn't sleep that great, but I'm okay. I'm here and I'm breathing and I have a bed to sleep in. I have a warm bed. Like, you know, how much of our world people don't even – aren't mm. able to get their basic needs met. So – Gratitude is so important, but it's just been really hard lately. When I feel like my brain is just like filled with like negative crap that's happening,
1: and then on top of all of that, you have clients that you're taking care of that you have to be the strong one for. <laughs> you kind this- of have all my
2: clients might be listening to this, so. so. <laughs> but guess what? All my clients know that I'm human. Like, I think that's why I they think that's beautiful. come see me because I'm not made of stone and we're I'm human. So I also go, that doesn't make, if there's any time where I feel like I'm unable emotionally to process things and not do a session that day or something, I am honest with my clients and I tell them that. And literally every single one of them is so great. They're just like, of course that's okay. And then I'll see them. But, you know, yeah, I'm human, so.
1: That's so beautiful, though, that that you are able to I think, you know, we've talked about this before with finding a therapist. It's like you forget that you can advocate for yourself and find someone like you who is human and willing to share the struggles and that no one is alone if you're going through losing and especially during COVID, right? Right now, like a lot of people are seeing their loved ones extremely sick and having right. to go through exactly what you're going through. Yes, yes. Some not even being able to get into the hospital oh to gosh. see anyone. I mean, it's yeah. just like we are going through the thick of it. And like I'm, I'm seeing it firsthand. I don't know about you, but with this Delta variant, I'm seeing kids my age get on oxygen, and I'm just like, oh my God, it, it's triggering. I mean, it's it's hard. It, it, and and I see the parents crying on social media and i'm just like i don't know i i that's why i asked you like what what all helps you reframe those thoughts and kind of get your head so with you you love nature
2: okay so so i'll also tell you yes i'll also tell you that it wasn't just like yes i and i do there there is research that has shown like how effective just being surrounded by trees or or walking with your bare feet in grass like how grounding that is
1: absolutely
2: um and it's so grounding um, but not even just that. I I actually meditate while I'm walking. Mm-hmm. So there's a couple different. Like I go onto Insight Timer, and so yesterday, I mean, I probably honestly meditated five times yesterday. Only like maybe like ten minutes at a time or whatever, all throughout the day. I did different. It,
1: wait, I want to pause. I did meditations. Yeah, isn't it crazy how like maybe the things you worry about. Day to day, when something truly serious is going on in your life, those little things don't matter anymore. Like you know how like each day it's like oh I care about like what I like like my my looks or like what I have or like none of that matters when you're going through something so difficult like a family member being sick. You know what I mean? It's kind of crazy how like what truly it kind of brings you back to like what truly matters in life. Like how many times have you taken for granted just like even hanging out with your mom and dad? Totally. Because you were like so worried about like something else, or like worried about what someone was thinking of you, or like being a part of something, or fitting Mm -hmm. in, you know? It like centers you sometimes.
2: It does. And it's and I was asking, I was telling my mom the other night when we were at dinner. I was saying I was thinking like I I feel it feels so weird not to have like, like the old not old Allie cause, but, but this is just such a shit like with COVID and then this happening. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to just, it's been so hard for me just to like be still.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: And I'm like, I don't know. I just think like, I don't know what I said to her, but I said, you know, not, it's not that I'm bored, but like, why is it not okay for me just to be still? And it's been even hard for me to watch some shows cause I'm, I don't, I'm not even listening to the show. It's like, I don't even want to watch TV. It's, it's like so hard for me to just sit. And I don't know, I feel like I always, like not always need to be doing something, but I did such a good job of kind of training and my brain and rewiring my brain the past like 15 years to really just be quiet. And then probably a lot of you guys listening know that you can do that and you can practice this, but healing is not linear. So then you have certain things that happen in life that are traumatic again. And it just it almost feels like my brain is, you know, not not back to like where it was when I was having, you know, like panic and at younger and stuff like that. But almost it almost makes me so vigilant to what I need to do to help myself again. I almost right, was going yeah. through these motions of, oh, I'm feeling good today. You right, wake up, right. I I do my healing exercises and yoga and all that, but it's just part of my life. And now it's like, oh my God, I need to kind of literally ramp Dive all that in. stuff up.
1: Yeah. Because you almost got to the point where you were comfortable and then you were almost like... I need to work harder. Like I need to achieve this goal. I need to, I I, I'm planning out this goal for like, uh, getting this book done as fast as possible and like getting this done and doing all these like achievements, not working hard enough. Like these, uh, thoughts I remember you talking about, it's almost like all of that does not matter anymore. Like I truly see you being like, I could care less. I could care less about if I gain two followers tomorrow, I could care less if I have like this collaborate, you know what I mean? You're just like, I just want to, I want to be Okay.
2: Well, and that's, but that's why I, I was, that's what I get again. Here we go. Cause it's like, let's find something else to worry about. I worry that I don't, that I'm becoming like complacent and that mm-hmm. is never where I want to be when it comes to my job or my right. life. Right. So complacency is like terrifying to me, but there's a difference between complacency and like contentment. Right. Right. So, And I mean, so complacency is basically like you kind of just go with the motions of your day and you kind of feel numb. You don't really – and there are days I felt like that, but contentment is feeling like you are fulfilled with your life and if there's certain emotions that, you know, happen, like if you're sad or if you're scared one day or you're sad one time or you know, nervous, like that you can handle those and you still feel like fulfilled with your life, but you can, you're okay with those emotions. I'm kind of like in between right now. I feel like every day is different. I'm trying to figure out like, what, am I content with my life? I don't know because I have a relationship now and now my brain starts spiraling about like, well, what's next? What's next with that? Like, why can't I just like enjoy what's going on? You know, like, yeah, which I'm doing, I am, but then- and that's just like that's just my anxiety kind of telling me that I need to be like f- following certain like rules of society right, of relationships, right. which I don't really care about, but I'm also older, so I do kind of care, but right. at the same time, it's like why it is what it is like why
1: right so I think I don't a strong know. Alley. I don't think you give yourself enough credit. I think you're so I, which I would be the same. Like I truly think I see me and you all the time. Like I feel like I would need that reminder sometimes that like I am doing enough and like this will be okay. What is this teaching me? Like I need to take time for me. Like I love that you're taking time for you. Like I think you truly need that. Like take freaking twelve walks a day. Like who cares oh, about the other stuff? That
2: is the one thing. And I'll say, Izzy's like no
1: more, Mom. <laughs> I know. she's like my legs hurt
2: (laughs) well and i'm so thankful too now finally the weather here in pennsylvania and philly is is actually like high 70s 80s but it's it's oh like the heat wave is kind of over for now but um yeah and so and and so the meditation that was five meditations now i i love guided meditations i think that i always suggest that you listen to guided meditations if you're trying to to learn how to meditate um there's amazing intro to meditation um like mini courses on insight timer that i love too that kind of kind of help you get your mindset into that your mind into the you know mindset of that but i know what i need to hear when i'm in these moments so mm-hmm. like one of my favorite She's just this healer, but she does these meditations. Her voice is amazing. Her name's Sarah Blondin. I've posted about her on my stories. Okay. Oh, my gosh. I mean, I've done one of her courses twice just because she talks about how um, her one course is um, finding finding inner peace and learning to love yourself and learning to trust yourself. Like, that's a huge thing with me right now is learning to trust myself. Right. Like – just learning to trust that I'm okay and the choices I'm making right now are enough. Right. And so, yeah, the meditations kind of act sort of like a coach in my mind when I listen to them. So, wow. they sort of helping me reframe my automatic distorted thoughts that I have a lot. Yeah. Which is why I kind of crank it up. When I feel like I am so in my head, I'm like, I need to do these types of meditations a lot today.
1: I feel like, okay, back to your complacency and contentment. Yeah. I feel like it's easy to get complacent with healing. What do you mean? I like that. Meaning like I feel like once you start feeling good, you're like, I made it. And it's easy to almost like – it. sometimes like you go through those uh, – you go through things for the reminder of like – just because you're feeling better doesn't mean you, you need to always fully let go of your healing techniques or put them on the back burner. Burner. Totally. Yeah. It's easy I mean, to get replacement with with
2: uh, healing. It totally is. And I think that that's why with my clients and what I talk about on my page is less about, um, okay, like what can you do right in that moment when you're having a panic attack? Or oh my gosh, your thoughts are so loud. Yeah. What can you do to get rid of it? It's yes. The, having having certain tools when you're right. feeling like you're in a you know sympathetic your sympathetic nervous system is going crazy. Uh-huh. Those are important because you want to activate your parasympathetic. You want to be rest and digest. Yes, for your body. But you should be incorporating different healing tools into your life every single day, whether yep. your anxiety is at a two that day or whether it's at a nine.
1: I get that all the time. I know. People are always like, how do I stop this panic attack? It's like, that's not when you do the work. That's when the work
2: works. Yes. There needs to be a light. It's a lifestyle change. It really is. It's a lifestyle
1: change. It really is because you can't do the work when you're in a full irrational state. The work won't work. No. Yeah. It took me a long time to realize that. Like a long time. Like I kept wanting to like – it was almost like waiting for the panic attacks and then always fighting them to end them. And that's when it gets worse. When you're when you fighting fight- the panic, mm-hmm. it grows. And it's sometimes like learning those techniques like you said, having those little tools that you know are like, hey, I've practiced this at a calm state and it will work at a panic state.
2: What helped you, what helped you realize that? it was sort of like I kept a lifestyle
1: fighting panic thing panic attacks okay <laughs> okay and i was like shoot man like they always end me up in the er like what <laughs> i got to change something i got to that yeah. point where i was like i can't keep doing this every day it's like the person who keeps trying to start a new diet right they they start all these new yo-yo diets and they're like they, right. they'll try it and then they give up they'll try it and then they give up and i i guess you got to get to a point where it's like this isn't sustainable i can't keep Trying all these things, what change do I need to make that's sustainable and that will work? And so, right. okay, so so far, I love that you've said to help you is uh, you wake up in the morning and you think of what you're grateful for. That's yes. one, and then, yes, uh, nature's amazing. I always,
2: I always, if if you if you don't, okay, I'm actually gonna say, I think saying I don't have time for that is BS because amen. Five or ten minutes. of <laughs> – You don't even need to walk, but just go outdoors. Yes, right. And you know there might be some people that physically are unable to actually take walks, but absolutely just go absolutely. outside any way you can and just breathe in the air for ten. Oh, minutes. I
1: was going to ask you that. Are they? Are they having your dad? Are they rolling your dad outside at all?
2: I'm. We're doing it. They're not. <sighs> no, they D don't do so anything. healing. They don't do anything.
1: Those facilities. I did a, a rotation when I was in my internship at a long-term care facility, and I hated how there wasn't that many windows. A lot of the rooms were inside rooms.
2: Oh yeah, no, I mean he does have a nice little view, which is good. We open the windows, but yeah, a lot, yeah, some of them don't. You need to get outside. I mean, it's, everyone—it's
1: it's healing. Yeah, vitamin D is so good for you. It is, and it's—I
2: would say definitely not just. You know, if you can't do this long thing, you know, whatever, you don't have access to that, just go outside and breathe in the air for at least five or 10 minutes. And um,
1: That's so (laughs) funny. You say like, uh, I don't – okay, so my husband and I, I, I've been like calling him out on this and like his sister has too. Like his like – his key (laughs) quote is like, I just didn't have enough time or something and like we'll always be like – we'll always like catch him on him doing something and we're like oh but you have time for that it's like everybody has time for the things they want to have time for right cuz like how many right. look at your look at your phone look at your screen time everyone and then tell me you don't have God. enough time no i mean i how agree much? yeah 100% <laughs> that
2: is such a good idea i yeah
1: no so we did that we looked at like his screen time or something and we were like oh You don't have enough time. Even if you have like thirty minutes on Instagram a day, Uh it's thirty minutes. You could have been doing something else. You Mm -hmm. know, it's like, yeah, yeah. I love that. So
2: so I love that. So so fresh air. Yeah, getting some guided meditations. Go on Insight Timer. It's my favorite, or whatever you like. Some people like Headspace or Calm, whatever it is. But whatever you're struggling with at that in in that part of your life, you know. There's a search button. I mean, yesterday I put in, um, I searched trust in relationships, trust in myself, like lo- feeling lonely, you know, just loneliness, any kind of emotions you're feeling. If it's sadness, you put, you know, sadness, all of these amazing guided meditations come up that really help rewire and retrain your brain to think differently. And that's what I, I, you know, I, you have to talk to yourself basically. Yeah. And so one, another thing that I do is I, I've been journaling.
1: I I think I saw you post that. Like, you're like, I'm getting back into journaling.
2: I am trying to do it at least. I'm going to, I'm trying every day now, but, um, I've been doing it and trying to try to talk to myself in my journal too. Cause like, I look back at so many of my past entries and literally I'm so, I'm just like, part of my French, but bitching about yeah. my life, saying how terrible it is. You know, I, so much of it is like, why don't I have a boyfriend? Everyone I know is married and why am I alone? Always about like being alone. Almost like it's this part of me that just defined me for so long. Yeah. I was just single. Yeah. And so now that's not part of me anymore, right now. Right. So it's like I'm not a single person. Okay, I'm someone in a relationship, but
1: <laughs> but, what but you're that still struggling. Mean? Like you realize that it didn't complete you finding someone. Well, exactly. That's what I. Yeah. Mean. That's
2: why I think there's this whole thing happening. Well, first another layer with my dad. It's almost like seeing the seeing it, like the perfect storm, right? So seeing right. my dad get older and really know that like mortality is real, right? Like I'm not going to have my parents forever. Things are changing. Makes me feel like I have to speed up the process of all of these things that have to happen because life, you know, who knows what's going to happen. Yeah. So it's such a, it's such like this dichotomy in my brain of like, I don't care. I want to just be right now, but also, well, how much time do I have Wow. how much time do I really have for things? I mean, yeah. people, you know, get older. So it's, it's just, it's really just trying. And then my therapist has been amazing too. Oh, so right. therapy.
1: Weren't you, are um, you going like twice now a week?
2: No, I was doing once and I, I that's fine. That's been fine. Okay. Um, because God there's I some weeks- your
1: stories. No, she got you in for an emergency appointment.
2: She like yes. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'll I'll text her sometimes and be like, "Do you have anything this week? If I don't go this week, and like this week, she had a time that I couldn't do, so I can't see her. So I'll see her next right. week, and and I'll be fine. But that's another thing. I want, you know, I'll be fine. I'll be okay if I if um. Do you, you write know, and that then down?
1: I'll, like in your I'll journal be okay. now?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I try that's kinda to. Cool. That's kind of cool. Like seeing your journal change. Yes.
2: I also I also talk to myself in the mirror. So, I, love I that. know some of you might be like saying what we're talking about, but honestly, no. mirror work. Yeah. Mirror work is the I will look in the mirror and say I love you and you're going to be okay. Mm-hmm. And um how many you know, times
1: when you're doing that do you start crying? Oh my gosh. Probably like right? No, I encourage everyone to do it and like say positive and nice things about yourself and like oh it brings up so much emotion yeah because you're just like how long have i spent not loving myself or how long have i spent not putting myself first or not taking care of myself i think that's a huge thing with anxiety and caretakers is you and i love that you're like you're even though you are taking care of everyone, you're like, I'm going to slow down this part of my life, like work and all – or I don't even know if you're slowing down work, but you're adding in yeah. well, the I things for you. Like you're yes. still taking care of yourself by adding in, all right, I got to get my healing techniques back. But I feel like some people with anxiety who maybe don't have the knowledge you have, they just completely get rid of helping themselves.
2: Right. I know. Yeah. And
1: you guys, you can't.
2: If you're listening you – to that and you think that that's that applies to you that you um that was my mom
1: when I was a kid I watched my mom yeah I watched my mom's dad uh or no my mom's mom go into the hospital and she lost herself and I I like think back like she was just always mad she was always like anxious she was always like trying to do everything yelling at doctors like you can't control situations either, too. Like oh she would gosh. not accept things. Like a doctor would say, like this is what we have to do, and like she would. You just lose it a little bit, and that's so normal. Like it's your parent; you just want them to be like you know. But she had no coping mechanism. Of she course, had nothing. Yes. So it's just like she was so depressed and didn't take care of herself. And I remember those times, and I was young. That so it's so important to have these. Things that you wake oh. up every day and you go, these are five non-negotiables. Right. Yes.
2: Well, you know, Dr. Um, the Holistic Psychologist, Dr. Nicole, yeah. Cara, um, she always talks about just doing one, actually one small thing every day for yourself. Wow. Just one. Like actually yeah. do one small thing and see how that changes. Yeah. Right. And it shouldn't so, even
1: be put on your to-do list. It should be like what you do.
2: That it yes yeah it's the one small thing every day that you do, and mm-hmm. you know and and it's it's so important for your your own healing and yeah if you are taking care of someone or you have someone you love that's really going through something or I don't know you're si- physically you're seeing them physically or mentally decline. I mean I don't know I just I feel like you're. I, I see you and I I like really feel for you. And I think this these moments are the moments that not that you want to be like dependent on this, but like having a support system too
1: mm-hmm.
2: is so important. So like yeah. this is helpful for me. Doing this podcast is like cathartic for me. Yeah. So like you've been such a support. I thank you so much.
1: No, I for I'm like checking LAU, in. I even get messages about you, you've been vulnerable on here so many times, like truly you, the breakup episode. I mean, I still get messages on that. I still get messages on that. I, still gonna, get I need to listen to that, that again, like, honestly. The other day someone was like, I'm going through a breakup. Like, thank you for being a good friend to Allie. Like, I, I wish I had that kind of support. Um, I love that you guys are honest. So there is someone who is listening to this podcast right now who is dealing with, they are a caretaker right. and yeah. you're helping them by showing like, it's, one, it's okay to be vulnerable. Two you got to take care of yourself like if you're listening to this you are a priority just like your loved one is a priority
2: yes exactly exactly yeah and so i mean those are those are probably i mean the things that i we talked about today are things that we've discussed like previously right like how important those types of tools are but not everyone's healing looks the same so those are just some of the things that work for me um you know Again, I will say if you if you really feel like whatever you're going through is debilitating, right? Like your anxiety or depression is debilitating, you have to reach out for professional support. So whether it's a therapist or a psychiatrist, there are so many different types of modalities that can help with anxiety, depression, and if you have, especially if you have like trauma connected to it. So like Mm -hmm. EMDR is one of my favorites that I actually think I might start. I'm looking for an EMDR specialist. So. If you're listening to this and you live in the Montgomery County, uh, Pennsylvania area and you're an EMDR therapist, can you DM me at the Anxiety Healer? Um, Because I really want to try EMDR. Um, And then also, you know, CBT has been amazing for me. That's what I've been doing for so long is cognitive behavioral therapy. Um, But, you know, another thing that I've done in the past that i haven't made a priority lately is acupuncture so i'm going to make an acupuncture yeah. appointment and um and then really i'm getting back into yoga which i'm so happy about i'm going to go to a yoga retreat in september october i, I think
1: Yay. probably october
2: so you uh, deserve like, that so like that's the thing to like find your community like yoga
1: mm-hmm.
2: people are like my people yeah like they're my people like the yogis, and I'm not talking about like the yoga that some of you might experience, like the power yoga that's like sweating at 80 degrees. Like <laughs> I do my yoga for meditative purposes, not for like. I mean, it's so great for your body, right? But I really do it more for my mind, right? Um, but they're like my people, so I'm just <laughs> trying to get back into into doing all that stuff. But I
1: love that. I love that you're doing this. Like I truly do. I love that you're like. Let me go back to my roots. Yeah. Kind of like a wake up call sometimes. Like you're like, all right, I gotta I gotta ramp this up again. Like mm-hmm. I kind of forgot yeah. about me for a little bit. Right.
2: Totally. Yeah. So um oh my gosh. But this was this was very cathartic. Thank you all for listening. And I'm sorry, I've I talked so much about my thing. I don't I didn't even get no, to ask you. No,
1: no, no, no. Thank you for sharing truly. This these will be your helpful. Experience. Like I I can't wait to like, I don't know. I just love, I love when you, I love when we like stop, like we stop following a plan, you know, like when, like we had like what vacation anxiety episode planned and it's just like, that's coming let's just be real though. Like, let's just talk about like truly what's going on in your life. Like I, those episodes mean the most to me. And I think a lot of people.
2: I agree. And I appreciate it because
1: it, it, don't you feel
2: like it's like, there was a couple episodes that we did for. With you and the travel and like your panic disorder, that just after you talk about it on here, I know it's just such a yeah. You feel a little a free, release. yeah, yeah. So
1: what's your plan today?
2: Okay, so I woke up and I already took Izzy for a walk, and that was amazing. And then after this, I'm actually going to go take her to a trail that I love. Um, I do have something, i a promotion thing I need to do. If you're like um, guys. Then, I
1: still work. I promise. <laughs>
2: yeah. Yeah <laughs> I'm still doing I mean, I've still been posting and still been adding to like stories and stuff. I haven't been as active, but um, I've been trying. And then I have clients this this afternoon, and I think I'm going to stop by and see my dad tonight. So
1: are you able yeah. to like go whenever? Yeah, that's the
2: see. That's the great thing.
1: So I don't know that where if, nice.
2: how anyone where anyone else is with COVID, but we are able to go. and We have to wear masks and stuff, but we're able to go at any time now. And I really hope it stays like that. I just, I know, I really, really hope it well, does. Well, I know
1: even some facilities there's visiting hours, like they lock the doors at a certain hour. That's how it was at the rehab he was at. He could only yeah. go for an hour a day, and Oof.
2: I also think that he had some type of abuse at that. Yeah. place. So yeah. there's trauma there and stuff. Um yeah. but yeah, it's so crazy. Anyway, I we we're we're totally over. We've gone over with this topic. Right, but right. <laughs> I will say the one other thing that that was hard for me this whole time is like I feel like I can compartmentalize pretty well. Yeah. So I feel like every time like the stuff was going on with my dad and like stressors with, you know, work and stuff, whatever's going on. And then I would hang out with the guy that I'm seeing and it would almost, I would compartmentalize all of that other stuff. And I'd just be like, oh my gosh, I'm having so much fun here. And this is like, this is the time, this is the only time where I feel like I forget about all the other things.
1: Wait, I love that.
2: So I think there's been so much pressure I've been putting on like that the relationship because that's the only time I feel like I can forget about my other things which is not healthy (laughs) it's not like I don't know no I mean it's it's not healthy in the sense of like that's why I feel like I need to be I want to just be around him all the time oh yeah yeah. yeah. because that's not what it's (laughs) supposed to do right like that's not healthy um
1: but I love that um, you're happy though like I love that he makes you happy
2: yeah Yeah. We just we have a lot of fun. It's been like really nice. And it's almost like this high of like having so much fun and doing things that we're doing. And then I just go back to like my real life. I know. And I'm like, oh, this is actually what's going on.
1: So Uh, I'm trying to- You posted him on your story. Oh, I did. Yeah, but I covered (laughs) it. I was like, no, I know, but I was like, uh, she never posted the other guy. So Well, that's Seems because we were real. never friends.
2: <laughs> me and me and the other guy were never friends on social media.
1: Also, he follows you
2: ever. Oh wait, I mean we were friends, but like only the last like two weeks that we were together. Wait. Oh he yeah, started... he follows. You. I don't know if he sees my anxiety healer as much, but yeah, on my personal one. Oh okay. Yeah,
1: I have two now different. Pe- now people are gonna go follow you. I person. know they're gonna try <laughs> and find
2: my personal. Don't do it. Where is she?
1: You gotta separate. Well, yeah, away. I know. Yeah but uh
2: he also listens to the podcast so hi if you're hey. listening.
1: <laughs> um he's like ali why do you have 20 year old friends i do <laughs> yeah no
2: he was he he gives me good reviews and he's like yeah taylor actually sounded like she had some good points the last like he was like Aww. saying that you had some really good points thank the last you my episode. guy
1: yeah well, you better treat um, my girl right or we'll make an episode on you we're like taylor swift over here
2: yeah i <laughs> <laughs> What well, I was saying to him last night, I was like, Yeah, I was gonna maybe do an episode by myself, but I don't know. He's like, Well, what could we? He's like, I could come on, I'll talk. I'm like, Wait, I love, I'm like, I love that. i like, Why don't you come on? I was like, What would you talk about? And he's like, Oh, I think imposter syndrome would be good. I'm like, Oh, have we done that one yet? What the
1: heck? Can, can know, he do would he that? Have... Would he guess pod? I don't know. Maybe. I don't know.
2: Y'all maybe should know if do one or not, but
1: I was okay. I was... Y'all should do one, submit one randomly.
2: I know that should be that would be funny. We'll see. I'll see what he says. Well people, people,
1: should we get should we get the man on?
2: Yeah, what do you say? Well, know? I
1: would, what about your husband? Hello. Oh my gosh, he is well, he would come on and be like I don't even know
2: cuz he just doesn't really struggle with sh- any stress stuff. And
1: he and he gets like he he's shy and like oh, it's hard to explain. Like he just well, this kind of depth is just like ah to him. Like it's like oh, he come lot. on and be like hi like
2: uh you know, you know what though? I feel like that is the type of person I would love to like know more about their brain. Like, tell me how you do that. Tell me how you
1: are so. Uh, yeah, you know we should like, get like laissez faire. Fair. We should get them on. I know. I can honestly, but I feel like there's also a poison with being too carefree.
2: Well, I know, right? Like you do want to care about something. You do want to, yeah. You wanna yeah. like have I mean everybody has worry. Like you can't just like everybody worries, everyone has right. those emotions.
1: Right. But it's here we the go le- into one level. other episode.
2: Okay, I know, sorry, right? No, right. right. <laughs> um anyway, so that was just the other thing I noticed too. But yeah. Listen, we gave you guys a lot of tools. Hopefully you kind of took some stuff away from this. Um, you know basically the whole episode was a healing tip. So yeah, <laughs> the tip of the, yeah. if you're taking, whether you're taking care of someone that you love that's sick, or you're just, you struggle with other anxiety, like social anxiety or any other type of health anxieties, a lot of these types of tools are very helpful, no matter kind of what, what you're struggling with. Um, and there's a reason why I say them over and over because they
1: help and they work. And
2: sometimes I need the reminder to do them.
1: Absolutely. Sometimes you got to go back to the basics because you, you skip over the basics. You yeah. You keep go- thinking you're over them or whatever. That's I know. So cool. But Healing, anyway, uh, guys. Healing's a process. Healing is a process. It's a forever process.
2: It's a lifelong process. Yeah. And we appreciate all you guys listening. We do. We um, do. Please, you know, go and subscribe and rate and review us and all of that fun stuff and let us know what you want to hear. We have some good topics coming up in the next couple of weeks, but again,
1: we're always open. Yeah, it looks like vacation anxiety, like when you're on the vacation, postpartum. Yeah. Yes.
2: We're going to get some guests too. We have some guests yeah. coming up. If I think phobias
1: um, we had. one. Yeah.
2: Yes. Can talk yeah. more about phobias. Um. And yeah. again, please let us know your suggestions. Yep. Great. Thanks you. Thanks everyone for listening to me cry again. You're all like my therapists. <laughs> bye, guys. It's like my therapy. All right, bye everyone.
0: Hi, healers. It's Allison here. So I want to tell you a little bit more about how Taylor and I got started with our podcast. And The platform we've been using, which is Anchor, has been so user-friendly and so amazing. I just want to tell anyone else out there that is thinking about starting a podcast, Anchor is the way to go. First of all, it's completely free, so hello. Second of all, there's so many creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. It's crazy. I'm recording this right from my phone, and it literally just looks like the record button on your videos or your Instagram. So... It really is such a user-friendly platform. And the coolest thing is is you can add any song from Spotify directly to your episodes too. And the possibilities are seriously endless for what you can create, whether it's music analysis, your own radio show, or something the world's never even seen before. Anchor also distributes your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so many other platforms. And you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. So it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And like I said, it's so user friendly. I recommend Anchor. Go to anchor.fm to get started or the Anchor app. See you later, healers.
3: Hi, healers. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Anxiety Chicks with Taylor and I. As always, you can find us on Instagram. You can find me, Allison Sepinera, as the Anxiety Healer and Taylor as health underscore anxiety. And as always, you can check out the Anxiety Healing School. I just dropped a new course called When Panic Attacks, Triggers That Create Fear and How to Overcome Them all about overcoming your anxious triggers and finding more awareness on what contributes to your anxious thoughts and giving you all the tools on how to overcome them Uh, it's a self-paced course and if there's any struggle with finances there's a payment plan available as well so go to the anxietyhealingschool.com to check that out and as always go to peakofpanic.com to check out updates about taylor's blog and her journal she's coming out with thanks everyone happy healing